crazy, and we have the prescription for sanity. We're live. We're live, Capo. It's time to take your meds. We got a good one today, man. Audio meds. It's your boy, <laughs> DJ Bobby Hustle. Capo. The Connects. We have a special guest on the line. Super dope artist. Oh, we're going to play some games. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> first question. Who was the first rapper to turn actor? I was close on that Audio one. Meds. Take two and chill. He already coming in. Yo, 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 yo. What's good, my good people? Yes, we back for another Tuesday. We in the bitty with the show Audio Meds Podcast. It's your boy DJ Bobby Hustling, my guy. Capo. The Connect. Get ready to get your plug for 4272 plus tax and shipping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Labor, Labor Day is over. Labor Day sales is over. Back to full price. We got a good show today. What we got going on today, Capo? <laughs> Yo, Bobby, hey, I'm super hyped about today's guest, man. You already know I always get hype around this time because on every dose of audio meds, it's no secret. We always have dope guests, and today is no different. My man hails from Nashville, Tennessee, where he's paved his own lane for his own creative sound. Very unique. You may have seen him uh, on Sway in the Morning, or you might have seen him opening him up at one of your favorite music festivals. My man is always out here grinding. One thing I love the most about this dude, is no matter how much he accomplishes from millions of streams to touring all over America, he always stays humble. I need y'all to make some noise for my man, Mike Floss. Mike Floss in the building. Hey, Floss and Floss. What's up, family? What's good? What's good? Yo, that was an amazing intro, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. Yo, it's well deserved. None of it's false. It's all facts, bro. All facts. All facts. <laughs> how you been doing, though, man? How's everything been going on your side? Man, I'm good, man. You know, 2020 crazy, but we all we all still here with each other right now, so I'm I'm happy about that. Real yeah. shit, real shit, man. And like you said, you know, it's been a crazy year. Started off real crazy. Um, I mean, did it change up a lot of your plans that you had going? Bro, all my plans, everything, <laughs> <laughs> everything is getting remixed right now. But you know, it's cool though. You know, it keeps me focused on what's really important. You know, and a lot of my plans was self-serving. Not that that's a wrong thing, but um, now my plans are a little bit different. Mm. Mm. I like that. He said self-serve. Right. Now you had to revamp. You had to revamp. Look at it in a different way. Yeah, man. <laughs> have you have you been uh have you been working on any new music or anything? Why? Because I know some people are like, man, like with everything going on, I haven't been able to get creative. And then there's some people that are like, man, it's bringing something out of me, and I'm creating some music that I've never never been able to touch before. Yeah. Which side are you on, man? Man, it's it's like a uh, it's an off and on switch for me. You know, sometimes it depends on the day. I, I'm always gonna make music forever. You know what I'm saying? So I got a full hard drive full of unreleased music. But um, mm. as far as as far as on a day to day, some days it is a little bit challenging to be creative because it can feel like it's not that important. You know what I'm saying? It can feel like what you what you could be doing with this time could be something that's more uh, beneficial to the culture and to the community. So it's it's kind of that uh that that duality you know figuring out what you really need to do yeah, that's right. real. That's right, real. Right. Man. I, I think a lot of people have been kind of re revamping themselves and figuring out what's going on because you know with everything that's been going on, life is different for everybody. You know, which brings mm -hmm. me to um, a part of the show. I don't know if you've seen the show before, but like we have this segment where we take a trip down the rabbit hole and we learn some stuff that you didn't even know. You didn't even know. So you ready to take a trip with me, Mike? We're about to take a trip yes. down the rabbit hole. It's time to take a trip head first down the rabbit hole where you learn some shit you didn't even know. You didn't even know. <laughs> all right, all right. So, I'm about to take a trip down the rabbit hole. I don't like to use the C word. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just be in tune with stuff to be going on. You know, and today, like, today's topic is a little bit different, you know, because we're in the future and all kind of crazy stuff's been going on and, like, with everything going on, it's like we've been in a movie, you know, and today's mm -hmm. rabbit hole is right out of some straight James Bond, billions, spy, spy type shit that's really happening. So uh, you seem like an educated guy. So are you familiar with the company Tesla, right? 
So yeah. just a few days ago, um, there was an employee that was actually offered one million dollars to um, in Bitcoin to upload some malware to the system by a mysterious Russian hacker. So the mysterious Russian hacker was taking the guy out, buying him lunch, getting real cool with him, getting real close to him. Then he made the offer. And so the employee was like, hmm, let me think about it. And so I guess the employee got home and he got to contemplating. He was like, man, I got a good job with good benefits, stock options. I ain't trying to mess this up and I ain't finna go to jail for nobody. So he informed Tesla and Tesla calls the FBI. And so they're like, yo, bro, put on this wire and let's go ahead and set them up. And so the guy wears the wire. He sets up the mysterious Russian hacker and his whole accomplice, you know, and they all go down. They, the feds get him. So my question to you, though, Mike Floss, with how hot today is and how crazy things are, say you got a good job with benefits and a mysterious Russian hacker says, yo, bro, I got a million dollars if you plug this thumb drive in. What you going to do? I'm plugging it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ain't going to be the employee of the month and save it. You're going to take that million, huh? <laughs> no, nah, I ain't saving nobody. I'm getting that million. He's the employee of the month, man. <laughs> You're going to be watching lettuce? No, nah, I got this million, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to be in Jamaica. I'm gone. Exactly. I'm out. <laughs> right. That's crazy, man. But yo, so Mike, so I know you were saying that you, um, you know, you want to serve the community. You've been doing things. And so, so t let's talk about this Nashville People's Budget Coalition. Like I went to the website and like, I know a lot of people don't know too much about it, but I went to the website and the website says the People's Budget Coalition is building a Nashville where public safety includes communities where fully funded education and access to housing, health care and freedom for policing and jails. So for the average person who didn't go to the website and don't got time to read because, you know, we don't be reading nothing, you know, give us a little spill about it. What is it? What, what is this? What is this doing? Um, basically, it's a, it's a collection of organizations that all, all have a general goal, but a lot of different methods and a lot of different areas to attack. So um, within the coalition, you know, we have a black Nashville assembly coming up on Saturday where all the black organizations and is is a gathering of those people trying to get the black community in Nashville to come together and plug into where they feel like is a good fit for them to get active and to get organized. And of course, voter registration and things like that. So basically, we just pulled in our powers together. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a very simple concept and we just got to be stronger together. So we just we want to make sure that that's happening. Hey, man, shouts out to that right there. Yeah. Stronger together is, 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 is the definite message, you know. And yeah, as a strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. And as a black man myself growing up in the hood and, you know, overcoming to be what some people call successful, you know. But I've seen the struggles of what it can be like without having the right things in the neighborhood and, and you know, not having all the advantages that other people have you know so i think this is a very very good thing that you're doing and the fact that someone of yourself your, your own stature who has an audience and has people are, are like we was having talking about offline are using your attention to educate and inspire and uplift people instead of sending them down the wrong path so man shouts out Hell to you yeah. Hell yeah. big applause for that big applause and you said that's at, that's this weekend at hadley park yeah it's saturday at hadley park at 3 30 p.m so, you know, people going to be having masks on, we social distancing and all of that, but we're going to get the knowledge out there. And also I'm performing. Um, okay. We got a few other surprise performances, too, and it's going to be some food and some music out there. So it's going to be a vibe, too. It's not just Oh, man. Be, oh, yeah. You know we love vibe. food. We love food. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't pull up for anything else, food. get that plate. <laughs> right, right. That's it. Come get the plate and watch right. some fucking dope artists perform, right? Right, <laughs> right. When was the last time you hit the stage, man? Oh man, New Year's Eve, bro. Oh wow. New Year's Eve. All of my plans was for summer this year, you know. Mm. So everything everything got wiped and we resetting, but yeah, it's been a minute. Okay. Wow, man. New Year's Eve. That's That's a whole year almost. I'm yeah. dying, bro. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> so you're ready for this weekend. He's ready though. Mm -hmm. Boy, he's gonna like, be like a gorilla. <laughs> Somebody put me to work, please. <laughs> right? right right okay so hey man you said you had mentioned uh you had mentioned working and, and making new music and i seen um a post that you said september 22nd you're yeah. gonna start releasing new material yeah. can, can you can you explain that a little bit can you can we go into depth a little bit yeah the, so the song is called dtp i won't get too deep into what the song is about and what the song means okay. but um 
that's September 22nd, and it just kind of pops off everything. You know, that's the that's one of the main songs I made this summer. You know, a lot of the music I have, it was already, you know, in the chamber ready to go. So I'm going to put that out, too. But um, this is strictly informed by this summer. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And, and you said you had a hard drive full of music ready to go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Locked and loaded. Right, music, right. Man. Right, so so Mike, you know, so you know, you're a dope artist. I've had a chance to check out some of the music. So you sent us some records. So I got these two records, and so we got um we got two records. Let me make sure what order I got them in. So the first record that we're gonna play is this record called Mind State. Now I listened to this record. This joint is jumping. I was like, okay, I can I can see this thing doing the thing. You know what I mean? So before we play this to the people and they get a taste of what Mike Floss is all about, can you give us a little bit about the thought process that was going through your mind when you created this magic? Man, making slaps, that's what we was about. <laughs> making them, making something that's just going to tear your car apart, you know. And um, always, like Capo said, we always keep it hometown. Like, that was that was just something that I was excited about doing. And I had a lot of plans with the TSU marching band and things like that. But the, um, the main idea is just, you know, Tennessee. You know, a bunch of Tennessee kids trying to get to it. Everything I do... You know, from here on out, it's going it's going jam. But at the same time, we gotta give we gotta give something a value. You know. Yeah, that's one thing I've always noticed about your music, man. You kind of hide the vitamins in the in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like you always, it's always good, but there's always something underlying. If you just listen, you're gonna you're gonna walk away with something. And I like the I like the cover art for that, man. Um, the vinyl, and that brings me back. Um. To something that I gotta show you real quick, man. This is this is this is a prized possession of mine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that Tennessee daydream, man. Like, what is that? What is that contraption in your hand? What is that contraption? Is that magic sorcery? But yo, real quick, man. I want to say um, congratulations, one, um, on reaching a million streams on that joint, dog. Mm. Like, that's Thank major. You, that's major. Mainstream, that's a chickadee chain. Check. <laughs> <laughs> that's some streaming money right there. Hey, let me hold something. That's about twelve dollars in streaming money. <laughs> hey. Divide the two. <laughs> right. Yeah. But nah, man, that's one thing that um that 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 like I, I always watched and seen you do kind of from afar, but um you 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 move a little bit differently, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as, you know, with merch and stuff like that, I mean the vinyl is really something that a lot of hip hop heads haven't been utilizing as much um, compared to like some rock groups and stuff like that. What what made you what made you want to start use um, you know going to going back to that world, man, of vinyl and you know a lot of people don't even know what it is, like Bobby said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you really look at the numbers, though, I mean that's a, it's just a business move primarily because CDs don't sell but vinyl is selling, you know, like a reg like a t-shirt would just about, you know, it's one of the top audio um, forms of merch. So trying to find different ways where you can keep it interesting and get a physical product in, a, in your in your people's hands is always really important. And just the legacy of that, man, like this when you go to a, a old a old vinyl shop, Bobby, you know, you go and you dig through crates and man. you find random stuff, you know, 40 years from now there may be a kid digging through some old hip-hop crates somewhere and they come across you know a nashville boy and be like yo there was somebody in nashville doing this back in 2020 you know what i'm saying like that's 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 what it's about i feel like it lives a long time and on this digital this digital space it's great it's, it's efficient but i think when it comes to history you got to have something physical that you can put in somebody's hair mm. man Bobby. Uh, <laughs> Applaud that, yeah. My man's thinking ahead. He's smart, Bobby. And you've got He's some smart. knowledge, man. Mike Floss, if I, if anybody can say anything about you, one thing they can say is this guy's got some knowledge, some intelligence, some okay, brains. You know where I'm going with this. If you've seen the show, then you know it's time. That's right. It's time for Street Smarts Trivia Game with your host, DJ Bobby Hustle and Cabo the Connect. You to get your plug. All right, all right. So, if you've seen the show before, you know this is where we play the game. We're just going to do a little bit of trivia. I'm just going to ask you a question. You just give us an answer. Easy as that. All right. So, we're going to start it out with a little bit of hip-hop history. First question. 
What rapper went by the name Easy Mac before changing his name and reaching massive success? Was it A. Mac Dre, B. Craig Mac, or C. Mac Miller? I'm gonna say Mac Miller, I'm not certain though. Is that your final answer? Yes. It was Mac Miller! Hey! He was thinking about that one. Yes, he changed his name. Oh, he was thinking about that one. That was a good one. That was good. That was pressure. You I thought we know had that? him, Bobby. I, I thought we did, too. Him. I thought we did, too. Okay, okay. All right. Good know a little something, something. So, Capo, it's your favorite category. Man, who said that shit? It's called Who Said That Shit? We're going to read your song lyric, and all you got to do is tell us who said that shit. All right. So, here we go. Yes, this is holy war. I wet y'all all with the holy water. Spray from the heckler Koch automatic. All the static shall cease to exist. Like a sabbatical, I throw a couple at you. Take six. Who said that shit? It's Jay-Z, final answer. Jay-Z, final answer? Jay-Z, Lucifer! Oh, snap! Oh, snap! I couldn't even throw him off. He was confident. That's Black Album, bro. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. I see you, I see you, I see you. Okay. All right, so, you know, like, we we here. We here, Mike, and we both grew up in the hood watching hood classics. So, I'm going to play you a movie clip, and all you got to do is tell us what movie it's from. Here we go. Now this is what you call a hood classic. You wrong, man. All the puss out and hooked your ass up with. You better wear your bulletproof vest all day. Oh, motherfucker, dang! You too, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you did! I love it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, your mighty got me. Think of the voice. Think of the voice. Think of the voice. That's what I'm thinking of, and it sounds like uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong thing. It sounds like Mike Epps, but I feel like that's totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get. I don't get an ABC. What's good? <laughs> nah, man. Come on. You're supposed to remember oh, this. Man. You've seen this movie a hundred times. Yeah, but have I seen it in the past hundred years? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to play it for you one more time real quick. Play it again, yeah. Now, this is what you call a hood classic. You wrong, man. All the puss had to hook your ass up with. You better wear your bulletproof vest all day. Oh, motherfucker, dang. You too, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> So that's Bernie back. Okay. So that means better wear your vest all day. Uh, I'm gonna have to pass, y'all. I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna die. I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna. If I say something crazy, y'all, they'll never forget me. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it was. <laughs> now this is what you call the hood classic. Dollar bill. Oh, I ain't seen. I ain't seen that since my mama hit the TV with the back on. Oh, oh, it's okay. Take two and call me in the morning. <laughs> it's so good. You doing good? You doing good? I gotta go back to that. I gotta go back to that. <laughs> that was a classic, though. That was a classic. It's a classic. That's definitely a classic. All right, all right, all right. So we got one more for this round for you. Uh, excuse me, I'm gonna need to see some identification. This is called ID check. We're gonna read your government name. Just tell us who it is. Okay. Here we go. My government name is Cornell Irl Haynes Jr. Am I A. Nelly, B. Soldier Boy, or C. Cameron? Well, Cam name is Cameron, so he's out. Okay. I don't know what the big soldier's real name. So I'm going to go with Nelly. That's your final answer? That's my final answer. It's Nelly! Hey, that boy did some troubleshooting right there. He did the process of deduction, like Sherlock Holmes. Hey, that guy got education. Hey.
Hey, uh, hey, so what was that? Wait, he got three out, three out of four, right? Yeah, the only one that he missed. Let me go back. Let me go back. He missed the Hood Classic. That was the only All one. Right. Okay. That's okay. That's not bad. You know, you shoot jumpers, you know, you test, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you wearing condoms? I mean, you know, your race is good, you know? <laughs> Three out of four? <laughs> we, got, we got one more round coming up for you to for you to come back, and, and this time you can take it all, man. Okay, mm -hmm. here we go. Yeah. Well, no, it ain't this. It ain't this. It'll be in a minute. But okay. real quick, real quick, Mike, um, I got a little bone to pick with you, man. Oh, no. Yeah, man. I Like... Real shit, Roscoe. I was, I was, I caught a line in one of your songs, man, and it 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 rubbed me a certain way, bro. I was like, mm, man, I gotta bring this up to him, cause I felt like you was taking a shot, bro. And I heard this shit, and it, it says it's the first line out of your song, and it says I'm still chasing Hennessy with holy water. God gonna probably punish me with only daughters. Mm. Now I've got four girls on me, and that shit hit home. <laughs> now, I got a daughter. Just had a daughter a year ago, so hey, I'm feeling Yo, the heat too. Dope, <laughs> right, me and Bobby both like, oh no, <laughs> that's a dope line though. You yeah, don't have any kids, do you? No, no kids for me, man. I'm big time on my own out here, trying to keep it that way. But <laughs> in all honesty, man, I look back on that line. If I'm being real, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that now. You know what I'm saying? Because I got I got two nieces now. I love them to death. You know, and you know you know that's a that's a thing though that we grew up like. You know, you hard on women, they gonna they gonna yeah. end up being your daughters later. That's why I got but, four girls. <laughs> but it's it's definitely not a punishment though. You know what I'm saying? I sure. understand I understand the sentiment behind it, but man, girls are, girls are dope, man. I really love my nieces. They they're crazy and out of their minds. But I love them to death, and uh, it's definitely not a punishment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the daughters and nieces. I, 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 I caught that line, and I was like, oh, man, I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always thought that way. I was like, damn, four girls. You know what I'm mm. saying? For, for for Latinos, it's it's that means four quinceañeras. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. all kinds of shit. Yeah, bro. So it's, <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. But I had, I had to say something. You know, I didn't take it personal. It was just, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Just jokes, man. <laughs> so, uh, so what's been going on, man, with the, um, with the, with the, uh, with the whole new project? Have you, have you started working on a new project? I've got an EP that's finished, um, and that'll be coming in the fall. And, uh, you know, I think it's my. I think it's my best work. I think everything I do is better than the last thing. Fortunately, I've been on a, on a good pay. But with this new project, it's um, it's very pure and uh, like uh, it feels very analog. I guess I could say because mm -hmm. it's um, a lot of honesty and it's very directed. Tennessee Daydreams was kind of like got these experimental moments and it's and it's like a lot of different things all rolled into one. This is a little bit more straight ahead. Okay. And and this is you haven't released a project since Tennessee Daydreams, have you? No, not at all. Oh wow! I put some songs out, but not a not a project. Yeah. So what's what's been the holdup, man? Like, what have you been? Have you just been waiting for the right moment, or what? Uh, some of it was the music. You know, some of it is um, my my goal is to be undeniable. You know, because I'm in this I'm in an interesting space in my career where I'm not brand new anymore. You know, so it's mm -hmm. not a surprise. But I'm also not in that tier that I think I deserve to be based on the quality of work, right? Mm. So everything I do has to be that much more undeniable, so that I can get into some new doors and I can open up some new some new lanes for myself to travel down in my career. So if the music isn't undeniable, you know, I use like Anderson Pack for a benchmark. I use wow. Kendrick Lamar for a benchmark. I use uh, Nipsey Hussle for a benchmark. Like if the music isn't at this tier. You know where I can walk this into the studio with them and be like, "Yo, this is this is me." Mm -hmm. If it's not at that tier, I don't feel like it's any value in releasing it. Some of that's my own ego. Some of the stuff I'm gonna put out that I'm, I feel like isn't necessarily there, but it may mm -hmm. help some people and it may have some impact somewhere, and that's cool. But as far as a project, like it has to be at that tier, or I, I don't really believe in releasing it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's dope. dope, man. That's dope. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> hey, shout out yeah, to dopeness. <laughs> Cause my thing is like, when you get to that point where it's like, do you, I mean, do you have a team of people like sitting there telling you like, yo, you, 
I think you're wrong about this one. This one needs to go out. Or is it just really, at the end of the day, it's your final decision and what you say goes? It's absolutely me. It's like I, I had a, I've, I've been in the spot where I've had a team. I'm not in that spot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no management, no, you know, I've never been on the record label, but um, right now the main people in, in my team is mainly just like the homies that help me with like visual content and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as the music goes, I work with different producers and of course I produce myself too. So when it comes to the music, I'm just, I'm spearheading that whole initiative. It's going to be whatever, at the end of the day, whatever I think it is, that's what it's going to be. And that's, the, I think that's the most honest way to create for me right now. Okay. Yeah. Real shit, real shit. Speaking of producers, can you speak on any of the producers that are on this project? A whole lot of Mike Floss production. Oh, shit. Um, I got my boy Unhappy Hank is on there. Um, Wonder Twins is on there. And this will probably be the first project I've done that doesn't have Ducko McFly on the act. Wow. I was going to say Ducko, and I'm like, no, Ducko's not on there. But we got some stuff coming anyway, so it's all good. But yeah, I think it's mostly it's mostly just me and then those those guys. And Evan Blocker did some co-production with me, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Evan Blocker's dope as fuck, bro. Yeah, blend out. <laughs> Shout out to Evan, man. So, so basically, still keeping it pretty much home team, really, right? Yeah, man, for sure. We're keeping it like that all the way. That's what's up. And you always represent hard for, for Nashville and for Tennessee, period. Like, no matter where you go or what you're doing, if, if people listen to your music, they're definitely going to know where you're from. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you always represent really hard for, for Nashville. Um, what do you feel the city is missing right now, man, that's not getting us over this hump um, that, you know, the same success Memphis has had right down the road from us? What do you feel that Nashville's might be missing or might not be missing but just isn't connecting it's just like i'm saying there's this concept right of like how do you turn cities into it cities and i've been telling people like that's not a thing you know what i'm saying what are the it cities you got atlanta you got la you got new york anybody any other city has had a moment you know so you can have a moment but as far as like cities it's based on infrastructure so if the labels ain't there if the studios ain't there if all of the money and and the location isn't where all the artists are it's not going to be an it city and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that you know what i'm saying like that doesn't mean that the city is not succeeding and there's there's not opportunity the issue is we have to be able to respect our own city the same way we respect those other cities so that may be that may be a thing and i understand you know what i'm saying like that's a challenging obstacle to break when it's like that's the homie i went to school with him you're not gonna look at it like a star and that's fine but as long as the music gets that same level of respect and you spread it the same way you spread you know the 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 new whatever your favorite artist is everything will be fine man because our talent is so high the talent level in Nashville is so, so it's wildly high so i have no worries about that it's just more so engaging with the fans and making sure that they spread the word and let them let them speak for us so we don't have to you know be preaching our own praises Mm-hmm. That's real, bro. That's real. Because, I mean, really, it's like, you know, an it city. Like, is it really even necessary to be an it city at this point when you have, you know, the Internet at the tip of your fingers and, and you know, like, it's it's people can take over social media and go crazy and be all over the world in a click of a button if you right. do it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, J. Cole's like, you know, one of the biggest rappers in the world. How many people are going to Fayetteville looking for you know, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, it don't really work that way. And that's yeah. fine because that's on call to grab them people and, and bring them up and uplift them and create infrastructure there. So, I mean, I'm looking at it like that. Like, that's, it's not, it's not about this, this vanity thing that we're trying to achieve, man. It's about the quality of the music and making sure we got people that's rocking with us so we can tour all over the place. That's what it, that's what I'm looking at. That's real. That's real, man. Speaking of music, Bobby, man, we got right. one more, don't we? Yeah, we got one more. And <clears throat> so I was checking this video out. Dope, super creative. I love the concept. You pulled it off too. So before we show the people <laughs> this who haven't seen it, like, cause this is some dope stuff. So let us. What's the secret sauce? What was going through your mind for the magic to doing this? Cause this this is super dope. So Gucci did a Gucci did a campaign in 2017. I think it was the spring summer campaign. I'm a, I'm like a I'm like a fashion kid, right? So. Um, Gucci did a collection in 
I believe it was spring or fall 2017, were all black models, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the, the inspiration for it was very Soul Train, you know, 60s, 70s. But at the same time, they did it over in uh, the UK, I believe. But just like the vibe, like you can go back on YouTube and just find that collection. It was the first time Gucci used all black models, you know what I'm saying? And I've never seen, I never seen that before. Like it was like this super high end, fresh black, like soulful, this whole feeling. And I was like, that's it, man. Like that's where that's where I'm at with it right now in my head. If you look at the Tennessee Daydreams cover and you look at that Gucci collection, you'll mm. see the correlation between that that mm. reference, you know. So and that and that was before I think oh, that might have been right when Dapper Dan started really getting acknowledged the way he should be over there and all of that. Like it was a it was the moment for me. So I wanted to I wanted to give that energy for some of my music. You put, like a lot of people have tried that. You pulled it off. The song was good with it because like some other people had the budget and the aesthetics, but the song wasn't with it. But like your song had a vibe that went with everything. And then you, like you look like some real Macadellas gangster shit. Like I'm looking at you right now. I'm like, okay, this guy's smart. He got a briefcase in the car. You know, he got some money, good credit and shit. You know that when you look like you about to slap a bitch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Freak of the week, yeah. real. Hey, hey, you're talking about fashion and um, and, and someone that's known for like linking with fashion and connecting, like you were mentioning, Gucci campaign. Um, is is Travis Scott? You know what I'm saying with the cactus jacket and all that shit. What do you think about his new uh, link with McDonald's? Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know what? <laughs> um, Travis is dope, man. I I love the rodeo toys. When he when he came out with the rodeo album, like the dog was crazy. So it makes sense. Like I think it's a smart business play for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's cutting checks. They got money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I was like, man. I, to me, I kind of felt like they were reaching. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man. He, they're just trying to be like, well, whatever we can get, like, let's just get them. What's your favorite meal? What you know? <laughs> but that's when you made it. That's how you know you made it when you got your own kids' meal to it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, man, don't don't give. Look, who knows? I'm I I gotta be cautious now because things travel when you say them, and I don't know who's homies with Travis Scott and, and these things, so I would love some beats from Travis. <laughs> I'm a big fan of his music, so, you know, if he wants to do his McDonald's vibe, get your bag, young man. Real shit. Right, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing, you know, because people have been doing music and advertising and marketing, because that's one of my, my things is marketing and advertising, so that's one thing, but my other question about this is how do you think that that makes the perception of hip hop now that one of the biggest rappers is a McDonald's toy. Is it good that we've crossed over that far, or do you feel that takes away from the true essence? I mean, I think what would be cooler would be if Travis opened up a barbecue spot in Texas. That would be fine. <laughs> that okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? That would have been cool. And then you could do, you know, the Travis meal for the kids. And, you know, <laughs> it's a couple of barbecue wings. And, Hell and yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's a whole okay. spot with and, the toys, and, you know? and then the portion of the proceeds go to, like, the schools or the community <laughs> center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that. Because then, cause then it's like, boom, I don't have to... I don't have to license out my likeness and my wave and my cool to somebody when I don't. I don't know his financial situation, but I'm going to assume he don't really need the money. You Damn, know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm all about ownership, and I don't know the structure of the deal or anything. It might have been a phenomenal deal. It was too good to pass on. I understand that, too. But what I think would have been cooler was that, like the Travis Scott, you know, barbecue place, and um, just a little bit more on brand and authentic and, and black-owned. You know, mm. yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I'm sure if it was coming from McDonald's, I'm sure the deal was probably yeah. Yeah, oh, too good, too good. <laughs> too good Everybody, to ate. Yeah. right? <laughs> he probably had the pressure insane. of people like, I'm about to buy a house with this, bro. You got to do it, man. Come on, I'm getting three <laughs> percent of a billion, bro. Uh, yeah, man, for man, me, man, like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's, that's, you see, on, the, on the other side of that is generational wealth, you know yeah. what I mean? So, if that's what his agenda is, and that's what he's trying to build for his family because he got a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Go ahead and pad your bank account while you're hot. 
because you don't know what's going on. And it's, you know, he's not touring this summer, all of that. You know, I get it. I get it. But when, when we're just talking about culture and cool, then I think there's some, I think there's definitely cooler options, but I'm sure he's aware of that too. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Everybody hustling. Everybody hustling. Everybody got to play. Like, you a smart guy, like, when it comes to this stuff, just, just the conversations. You know, you can get in Mac mode and slap a bitch when it's time for the freak of week. Or you can pull up and do a deal. Hopefully one as big as the McDonald's deal, but, you know, we do the barbecue deal. But with that being said, I think it's about yeah. that time for you to see if you can keep your streak going. I mean, it ain't a full streak, but whatever. It's Three time. out of four. Three That's out. right. It's time for Street Smarts Trivia Game with your host, DJ Bobby Hustle and Cabo the Connect. Guaranteed to get your plug. All right. All right. So, if you haven't seen the show before, this is the part where we play the game. We play a little Street Smarts trivia, and we're going to see if Mike Floss is smarter than your favorite rapper on a pint of lean and a bucket of chicken. All right. <laughs> what? What? They what both make doing? you sleepy. They both make you sleepy. <laughs> you know, you get the itis. <laughs> the itis. All right, let's go. Let's go. So, hip-hop history. What was the first song on iTunes to reach 1 million downloads? Was it Airplanes by B.O.B., Hey Ya by Outkast, or In the Club by 50 Cent? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. uh, Uh-oh. We may have got him. Dun-dun-dun. Because it's so tricky because the records is all so big, it's more so about the timeline. Mm. Yep. Mm. So, so iTunes launched in two thousand and one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that notes. Ex- <laughs> Does it really? <laughs> <laughs> He's a smart guy. Let me show you the options again. I want to say. I want to say. Okay, go ahead. Hey, y'all. Uh, okay, but I'm gonna say, hey, y'all. Uh, okay. Final answer. I feel like I'm going to say this on the side. In the Club was huge, but I feel like that sold a lot of physical copies. And B.O.B. Airplanes might actually be the right answer, but I don't like that song. So I'm going to say Hey Y'all by Outkast. <laughs> That's it! Oh my God! Oh, he pulled it off. Hey, Bobby, obviously he doesn't want any beats from B.O.B. Nah, he don't. He don't want a feature. He don't want nothing. We I mean, but that's his prerogative. He doesn't like that song. You know what I'm saying? We can play PlayStation or something, but I don't really need no beats. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good. Well, he, using that noodle again. All right, Capo, this is your favorite category. Man, who said that shit? But read your song lyric. You just tell us who said that shit. Here we go. I had a dream that I could buy my way into heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'd be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless to whom much is given, much is tested. Who said that shit? Kanye can't tell me nothing, graduation. Um, he had this big Murakami chain on with the Lambo in the desert. Just <laughs> <laughs> your final answer. <laughs> 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 final answer. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, I think that one was too easy. I tried to mix hey, it up. Back swinging yeah, yeah. Okay, help okay. Me, me. Hey, okay. All right, Floss. You know, we're from the same spot. We all grew up in the hood watching hood classics. So we're going to play your movie clip. Just tell us what movie it is. It's the one that gets him. Here we go. Now, this is what you call a hood classic. Oh, man. Governments ain't running things no more. Financial institutions. They controlling the whole scene. You ever hear the World Bank? Or the IMF? Nah, huh? Y'all probably don't even have checking accounts. But y'all got them credit cards, huh? Buying stuff out your means and wonder why you still a slave. <laughs> y'all better recognize what I'm telling you. I'm gonna say Ice Cube. Uh, I'm gonna I'm say Friday. But y'all gotta, I'm gonna say also this. I grew up in the church, you know what I'm saying? So some of these movies we was not allowed to watch at the time. Mm-hmm. And I have not revisited for some time. So I'm gonna go with Ice Cube Friday, though. Final answer? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> like, what? 
which Friday was it? I feel like it was one of the Fridays. Can I say one of the Fridays? I mean, you can say whatever your heart desires. <laughs> I'm going to say Ice Cube, one of the Fridays. <laughs> I don't think that Friday was really. <laughs> Man, governments ain't running things no more. Financial. Uh, That's a classic, uh, man. Yeah, oh, you was talking about boys in the hood. <laughs> Day two and call That's me in the morning. morning. Yeah. No, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne was a. Uh, he Furious. had a part in Higher Learning. He was Did he it? was the teacher in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the professor in the in college, remember? And he mm. pulled dude aside and mm. he was like, man, why are you being so hard on me? Right. He said, I'm not being hard on you. Mm, yeah. yeah. But that wasn't it. I'm losing all of my street credibility. That's all right, man. You don't watch movies. You just out here grinding. Grinding, that's working. Working. <laughs> working. I working. Say that, but that's what we'll say. That's what we'll <laughs> say. All right. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to need to see some identification. So I'm going to read you a government name, and you just tell us who it is. My government name is Scott Ramon Sergurio Mascuri. Who am I? That's him. Final answer? Final answer. It's Kid Cuddy! <laughs> It's cool, man. It's cool. You ain't got to watch movies to be smart. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, Mike, tell us one more time about what's going down this weekend, man, because we got one more round and then we got to get out of here. But tell us one more time about what the people can expect from uh, from everything going down at Hadley Park this weekend. Boom. So the Black National Assembly is at Hadley Park Saturday at 3.30 p.m. We'll be out there for about three hours. Basically, we're also going to be explaining a lot of like concepts, right? So we got this this issue that we have with police brutality. We have this issue that people hear the term defund the police and they get worried because they want to be able to call the police or older people, you know what I'm saying? They believe in different systems and whatnot. So we're trying to explain what it means to move money from cops in cages to, you know, social social initiatives like whether that's uh, mental health facilities or whether that's spending more on education in schools and stuff like that. It's about taking some money from one side and moving it over to where it's more valuable. So we'll be explaining a lot of those concepts so people can kind of get a grasp on it because you hear a lot of buzzwords a lot right now. You don't really know what people be talking about. Like even me, I'll be having to look stuff up and talk to the homies and make sure I got a good understanding. So mm -hmm. you'll be able to figure out what's really going on and, and make some decisions for yourself but also get plugged in with some organizations where you can volunteer or you can figure out where do you want to keep up with it. If you're a teacher, maybe you want to do something on the education side. You know, if, you, if you're in North Nashville, maybe you want to do something with the violence interrupters in North Nashville or whatever the case may be. You know, you can find out where you fit best and can contribute your time and just, and just work together as a community to make everything all around better. So that'll be this Saturday, Hadley Park, 3.30 p.m. Okay. Uh, yeah. Shout so, out to hey. that. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, so, like, when people say defund the police, we're not literally saying get rid of the police, right? You're saying just move money from more police instead of buying, you know, more uh, tanks or more automatic weapons for the police and extra shit that's really not necessary. We're saying disperse that money in into the community more and help in places that may need more help, right? Is that what is that what's being said, or That's am I getting it wrong? That's definitely what's being said because we know that policing does not solve the issue of crime. Policing is a reactive, it's a response. You know, it's not proactive. It's what police come after something has occurred already, typically. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so what we're saying is the best way to prevent crime is to give people opportunities. If you got people that stealing and robbing. Maybe they need to have more opportunities so they don't have to steal and rob. You know, maybe they need more jobs. Maybe they need to have some more money in their bank account to where they're not out here living that recklessly to survive. You know, so we say let's approach this on the front end 
instead of putting all our money into well after somebody gets shot or after somebody this or that no nah, let's handle that before it even gets to that point so we don't even have to be talking about none of that stuff on the back end and let's make sure that the money reflects us wanting to actually prevent this stuff from happening in the first place rather than profit on it after the fact so that's mm. the, that's what the whole thing is about and we all know how the system is set up like they make money off of that they make money off a lot of people up you know there's a whole mm-hmm. prison, school to prison pipeline like people know these things mm-hmm. so it's about actually pressing the city to say look when y'all do them budgets next year this will be want the money to go stop playing and putting all of this money on helicopters for the police and mm-hmm actually let us use social services and, and define where we want our tax dollars to go. All right, real talk. So, yeah. less tanks and tasers and more books and babysitters. That's what we need. Mike Floss for mayor. Mike Floss for mayor. Hold on, Mike. We're speaking to your campaign to be mayor. We're not going to let you get out of here that quick, though. We got one more thing for you, man. So, we're going to put you in the hot seat. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right, so the hot seat. Ooh, that's got to burn. Hi, it's time. All right, so Mike Floss, you did good on the trivia. You only missed two out of eight. That's still a passing grade. You know, you still good. You know, it's not bad. You could be. You could take that home to mama and be proud about it, and still get your allowance. <laughs> You know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but so this one right here is a little bit different. This is going to be a lightning round. I'm going to read you some options. You can just say one or the other. Don't say both and don't say neither. Just do it as fast as you can because we only got a couple minutes left. And just first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Let's do it. Light liquor or dark liquor? Dark. Big booty, little booty. Big. Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. Fresh Prince of Martin. Fresh Prince. 50% up front or 50% publishing? Publishing. Ten twenty dollar bills or six fifty dollar bills? <laughs> Ten twenty dollar bills. Buy a new house or start a new business? Start a new business. Cash out or reinvest? Reinvest. Donald Trump or Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my guy, Mike Floss for mayor, man. Hey, that's your new name, Mike Floss for mayor. <laughs> I love, I love it. Every time you get to that last question, everybody's face always like, uh, <laughs> it's it's shit. We, we gotta do, we hate what we gotta do, but we gotta do it. You gotta that's make that shit, choice. Man. You gotta hey, make that have decision. You, have you voted yet? Um, well, no, not for um, because that's not up yet. When when is the primary uh, voting early voting start? Do y'all know? The actual day in the lines is November 4th. You can start requesting your absentee ballots to get those. Um, What what I'm going to do is I'm going in person to get my absentee ballot. I'm going to take it home and I'm going to fill it out and then I'm going to take it back. So mailing it in is going to call. There's so many variables that could go wrong if you mail it in. Back in the day, back at the first Obama election, I worked in the Board of Elections and I was the one who was getting in the ballots that they mailed in. And there was a checklist of stuff that they didn't do you couldn't count it. Certain things like if your signature didn't match what was on file, if you used anything other than a black or blue pen, um, if you didn't use their envelope, and it's a lot of different stuff. If it didn't arrive on time and things like that. So it's a lot of unknown variables that they can say happen, you know, that didn't happen or that did happen, who knows, but there's a lot of variables that they can, you know, say your ballot doesn't count. So if you don't want to stand in the line, what I would recommend is go down to your local board of elections early, you know, a few weeks before they start standing in line, pick up your absentee ballot in person, take it home, fill it out, bring it back and let them inspect it before you leave. That way they can make sure it counts. Just a little jewel right there. That's good Good game. That's good game. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Yeah, shout out to me. Yes, that horrible job paid off. Oh my God, I hated that job. It was horrible. Hey, now you can educate. Look at that. See, that bullshit. Just educate. Yeah, man. I did that. I counted them Obama votes, man, and it was tough. I had a woman over me like, make sure you count every one. That signature don't match. I'm like, it's the same. He's black. Throw it away. (laughs) I'm bullshit. She didn't say he's black. Throw it away. But you feel me. You feel me. Yeah. I think I'm going to just vote in person. 
know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I feel like it's the best move for me. Mm-hmm. But I like the I like that absentee move you was talking about because we ain't really trying to play with that male land situation. We know that's probably right. acting right now. So and I just I know like too many of us are going to use the long lines and the excuse not to do it. We're going to procrastinate. We don't even know when it is. We're going to look up like, oh, shit, today's voting day. I get a day off of work? Okay, shit, I'm about to go vote. Man, that line was long as fuck. The nigga on the side selling stickers, you say you vote. You didn't even vote. You get stickers for $5 so you can get a day off of work. So it's like, bro, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. I'm an early, early voter, personally. So... I'm, I'm gonna just do the early voting, but yeah. Yeah, man. If someone's spending five dollars to get a, a sticker just to say <laughs> to get the day off, bro, damn. Oh no, nah, you fraud. <laughs> you fraud all day, bro. Man, that's, maybe two presidents ago, but like. <laughs> yeah, nah, there's nothing to play with right now, bro. We need everybody. There. Right, right, man. Oh, Mike yeah. Floss, you a trooper, bro. <laughs> love, love. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. Taking time out. To come do this with us and and being such a good sport at Street Smarts Trivia, man. You kicked ass, dog. You did your thing. Once again, bro, keep doing it. Keep putting out good music. Keep being a positive uh, person out here and keep connecting, bro. And as long as you keep doing it, we'll keep supporting, man. We appreciate you, fam. Love. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Y'all sound Yo, bro. Yo, bro. Hey, Mike Floss is a, he's a scholar and a gentleman. Mike Floss for mayor, and he got some good music too. That boy good. Yes, yeah, that boy good. That boy good. Yeah, Mike, man. Mike Floss for mayor, real shit, man. Yo, no, nah, like I said, bro, we had to have him on the show. Dude, super dope. You know what I'm saying? Super talented artist. One of the creatives that I truly respect within the city, man. So, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad we could. He took the time out to come and join us on the show today, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome, man. For those of you out there who don't know, please like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. You can watch all the full episodes, the extended clips, all that good stuff. We there. We everywhere on all the social media outlets. Go connect with us right now. Show's over. Go right now. Close this out and go right there. Right now. Because we ain't finna tell you what's next week. And we have the prescription for sanity. We're live. We're live, Capo. It's time to take your meds. We got a good one today, man. All your meds. It's your boy, <laughs> DJ Bobby Hustle. Capo. The Connectors. We have a special guest on the line. Super dope artist. Oh, we're going to play some games. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> first question. Who was the first rapper to turn active? I was to turn active. I was to turn active. I was to turn active. I was to turn active.